Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Secret Life of Flowers. I'm Carly, not a botanist, just an artist obsessed with all things flowers, especially the language of flowers, and here to share with all of you flower lovers out there. Maybe you want to learn some flower history, learn how to utilize the language of flowers to say or decorate with purpose, or some very beginner herbalist ideas that you should definitely not take my word for, research yourself, and talk to a professional. Also, I'm terribly sorry if I pronounce anything wrong. It isn't really a matter of if, but when. So thanks for understanding. Today's episode, hydrangeas, or hortensias, of the hydrangean CE family. There are tons of variations of these flowers, so I'm going to talk about them in a more generalized form rather than digging into just one variation. So let's dive into the meaning and symbolism of these flowers, which is definitely my favorite part. They symbolize heartfelt emotion, gratitude, vanity, boastfulness, unity, apology, togetherness, and appreciation. So kind of some conflicting meanings. This flower's meanings is highly dependent on where in the world you are located, as well as with most flowers, the color can play into effect as well. In Japan, the flower symbolizes heartfelt emotion, unity, togetherness, understanding, and apology. In European Victorian era, they symbolized vanity, arrogance, and boastfulness. In the Americas, appreciation and heartfelt emotion. And then the meanings by colors is as such. Blue, apology, gratitude, understanding. White, vanity, boasting, purity, grace. Pink, true feelings, romance, sincere emotions. And purple, pride, royalty, understanding. When giving this flower or decorating with them, you should consider what you are wanting to say. Make sure and pair it with other flowers that also symbolize the message you want to send, so it can't be confused. For example, in a wedding bouquet, you are probably wanting to say things like love, passion, forever, togetherness, soulmates, etc. Then pair your hydrangeas with roses, orange blossoms, lilies, asters, peonies, sunflowers, red or white chrysanthemums, or tulips. If you are wanting to say you're sorry, then pair hydrangeas with white orchids or purple hyacinths. Maybe you would like to show your vanity and pride when decorating your home? Then you should probably pair them with amaryllis, tiger lily, calla lily, daffodil, or carnations. Now for a little bit of history. The name hydrangea comes from the Greek words hydro, meaning water, and angus, meaning vessel. I'm terribly sorry if I pronounce those wrong. But anyway, that together roughly translates to water barrel. This is because hydrangeas are notorious for needing lots of water and they have cup-shaped flowers. These flowers are believed to have originated in Japan, where they bloomed during their rainy season. Legend also has it that a Japanese emperor 
gifted blue hydrangeas to the family of the girl he loved to make up for neglecting her. These flowers also date back to ancient North America. However, they didn't make their appearance in Europe until 1736, when someone brought a North American variety back to England. Now you can find these flowers all over Asia, the Americas, and Europe. In Europe, they are known as hortensia, which is the Latin version of the French word hortense. Now, for some of the uses of hydrangeas, I would like to preface this with, I am not an herbalist. Please do your own research. I'm just sharing what I've learned. Talk to somebody before you just, you know, make a tea with some hydrangea plants. So, hydrangeas have been used to help with urinary problems, kidney stones, bladder issues, enlarged prostate, malaria, autoimmune diseases, and many different urinary tract problems. In Buddhist culture, they take the leaves of the hydrangea serrata and brew a sweet tea that they drink during a cleansing ritual. Native Americans used the bark as a muscle and burn pain reliever and the roots as a diuretic. In Nepal, they use its leaves to treat colds, coughs, and bronchitis, and they use the roots to treat indigestion and fever. Hydrangeas also provide relief from backaches, rheumatism, scurvy, and paralysis. They can also be used externally by making a poultice for burns, wounds, sprains, sore muscles, and tumors. So hydrangeas definitely have a whole lot more uses than just looking beautiful in your yard, which I definitely didn't know, and so that's exciting. You know, who knew? Lastly, let's dive into what you can do to keep yours alive and thriving. The best time to plant your hydrangea is fall or early spring, and either in the early morning or late afternoon. The reason for this is to give them time for their roots to establish before they bloom. And also, so you're not planting in the middle of the day when the sun is usually the most intense and hot. Plant them where they get morning sun and afternoon shade. If you do plant them in full shade, they're likely to not bloom, so keep that in mind as well. Make sure that you keep your new plants well watered. They can't handle the heat, so if you live somewhere hotter, you might have to water them possibly twice a day, morning and night. They need lots of water, but they also need drainage so they don't become waterlogged. Hydrangeas also like nutrient-dense soil, so you will probably want to mix in some compost before planting your hydrangeas and add nutrients to the topsoil if you've had them for a while. Some variations of hydrangeas can be propagated while others grow new shoots. So check what variety you have. If you want to keep your hydrangeas blooming into the fall, then make sure and cut the blooms. You don't have to wait until they wilt because they make great cut flowers. Put them on your table and bring that togetherness, unity, gratitude, and warm emotions into your home. 
make sure you mist the blooms weekly to keep the petals lasting longer. They take water in through their flowers, which is pretty awesome. A couple more things to note. Hydrangeas are perennials and they come from tiny seeds. Well, folks, that is all I have for hydrangeas. I hope you love them a little bit more now. I happen to have one tattooed on my arm, so you know I am a big fan of this flower. I will have this written up on my website, secretlifeofflowerspodcast.com, as well as photos I have taken. If you know of any other uses, meanings, or happen to be an expert at caring for hydrangeas, then I would love you to leave a comment and share what you know. If you are interested in purchasing ad space or paying for a friend's birthday shout out, then fill out the contact form on my website. You will also find my sources under the sources tab. Thanks for listening. See you again in two weeks with a new flower.